0: Team, welcome to this week's episode of What A Podcast. And this week's episode is all about never giving up on a bad day. And this is a really important podcast because when it comes down to uh, your transformation, there's never going to be, the stars aren't going to align and give us a streamlined perspective of things. There's going to be challenges along the way. So it's really important that we never give up on a bad day because actually the key skills we require are actually highlighted in these challenging days because this is where we make the biggest impact. If we only focus on when things are good and we never take on when things are challenging, what's happening is we're just putting a plaster over some of the habits that we have whenever we are challenged. And that is often enough the things that we need to actually really work on to help us make changes. So highlight, working on things when it's a bad day actually highlights what kind of things do we need as a person to help lead us towards our goal. And I've got a list here that I'm going to work my way through, but the first one is self-reliance. Whenever we have a challenging day, we, are, we become more self-reliant because it is a lonely position at points and you need to make decisions to back yourself and back your personal judgment. And what helps massively is, when you believe in what you're doing, the goal that you're going to be achieving. And if we don't take that time to focus on the goal, focus on where you want to be, what happens is we become hyper reactive and we don't have any reliance and we live off willpower. And what we've got to do is have that self-reliance of going, this is what I'm going to be doing, committing to where you want to be. And that way, what you're then doing is you're making changes. I remember whenever I, I, I was first training, I said that I was taking my training seriously, but to be honest, all I was doing was I was going to the gym and absolutely obliterating myself. And as soon as I was out of the gym, because I was really self-conscious, I just ate whatever because I felt like I was because I was training. But for me to actually make the changes, I actually started to have to become more self-reliant and making judge- judgments and actually trust my judgment to make changes. And the big thing that helped with that was me tracking my food and making small amendments. And the reason we track our food is not because it's to keep us within our calories it's to see the changes that we make to help us stick to our calories because you can have a bowl of 350 calories that's in crisps that doesn't fill you or a meal that will fill you that's got an abundance of vitamins and minerals and what we've got to do in these challenging days is see that the quick fix dopamine thought process of i'll just grab versus actually having and that's where self-reliance comes into play and The next skill is like in a bad day that comes up is is similar to self-reliance, but it's self-confidence. And self-confidence is where you translate your belief into your own capabilities. When people say that they're not very confident, confidence is just competence. Like all it is is just your ability to do repetitions. That's all confidence is and whenever we shy away from certain things when people say that they're shy away they're not confident to take pictures they're not confident to do x what they're saying is that they don't feel like they have the competence to do this and the problem there is if we don't do it we will never get it we'll spend years looking for confidence we'll spend years looking for confidence in the gym we'll spend years looking for body confidence rather than actually doing the things that get us the competence. So self-reliance and self-confidence, uh, self-confidence are very, very similar. The, the key thing there is self-reliance enables you to have the self-confidence because you transfer that into a competence repetition. And like I learned this very, very early on and whenever I realized that when I was in crutches and I felt really self-conscious about my knee what I realized was actually, I needed to do my physio. I was not doing it. I was just like, I just ignored it because I felt I wasn't, uh, oh, I don't need to do that. It's so basic. But the thing was that that was actually the thing that held me back and it made me feel really self conscious about my knee and how I felt around certain things because I felt it was so basic. I was beyond the basics. But self confidence comes from the competence level that we do. And if we avoid the fundamentals, we avoid the overall because we feel like we're farther along than where we should be or we need to do x and y but what actually happens is we make it really hard for us to build the momentum because the fundamentals are all about making all the actions along the line easier so that's where self-confidence comes into play and then next up is connection And I speak to a lot of people. And I know there's a lot of people who who find it quite hard to connect with people towards their goals. And the people who get the best results are always the people who ask and connect. And what I find is often the case when it comes to coaching is that some people are natural asking for help. And some people it's very unnatural. It's very unnatural to connect with another person to help. Because whenever it comes to accountable, they've never been held accountable to something because there's a challenge and that accountability is, oh, I'll just put that in the back burner and I'll pick it up later. But the thing about connection is that whenever you make a goal or you say something, the connection is to helping you to attain that. And it doesn't happen overnight, it happens over time. So that connection has to build and grow and grow, which is why it's all really important you build that self-reliance and self-confidence because the is about helping you develop that. And it's taken on those awkward situations, those awkward moments where we are, working long hours we don't feel like it right so you've got somebody who wants you to help you to get you to your goal and what we're doing is helping move the needle forward but that's where self-reliance is super important because when you make the choices you see that people are there to help you and develop you and that's where connection is built and the a massive part of connection for me is becoming an optimist and that's the next point is you need to believe where you're going like i fully know that Everybody who comes on our board, our team, has the potential to have a world class transformation. They have it in them. But unfortunately, it's their their choices along the line. I can show them and hold them accountable to the level that they are going to be held accountable to. But they've got to hold themselves accountable to that uh, to their goal as well, because what happens is if we lose that optimism because we focus on so many different things. We dilute where you're going. And that's where, when it comes down to making changes, it's getting clear on what are the biggest and most important changes right now. Let's achieve those and we can build up the other ones as well. And we have balance across because what often happens is people are very focused on driving their career and they leave the personal and their physical and the back burner and ultimately lose that optimism for themselves. So we reinstate that because when it comes down to it, we can have it all, but what we do is we build it up at a level that is sustainable. And that's where, next point, self-awareness. Self-awareness is massive. Like it's the, uh, You're aware of your strengths and your weaknesses, where you're great, where you're a little bit weak. And because we're self-reliant, we're self-confidence, When we have that connection, that optimism, it's not overwhelming to work on things that you're weak. And I'm just going to share a little bit of a story. And So the first time that I went into the gym, I didn't know what weight I should be selecting, I didn't know what weights I should be doing, what excess I should be doing, because to be honest, I was a shadow of myself. So I'm coming in, into the gym. It was a gym that I actually, I worked in, I worked at the facility as a swimming coach. And everybody thought, he's really fit. But I was coming back in after my knee injury and I remember I did like bodyweight squats and my legs were shaking after it because it was the first time I've used my legs in ages. And I was put up all this pressure on me thinking everybody thinks I'm really fit. I've got to do more and more and more. And then it came to lifting weights. And I was like, right, I need to lift heavier, heavier, heavier. And I ended up spending like three, four hours in the gym every single time. Um, and it was just because I didn't really have any kind of awareness of what I should be doing, what my strengths were, what my weaknesses were, but I didn't want to see it as weak. And it's because I didn't have a connection and I didn't have the the optimism. I just felt I just need to change. I just need to be different, which meant I had no self-reliance. And like I said, my food choices were all over the place. So whenever it comes down to making those changes, building up that self-reliance and accepting that you're making changes for you, you're making decisions for you. And we've got to start putting those decisions in play to build up the self-confidence, be connected, be around the campfire, so you can have that optimism because you then what you then start to do is see and build that self-awareness, which isn't overwhelming. You accept where you're strong at and also where you're weak at, and we need to apply ourselves just a little bit more, which leads to self-actualization, understanding what actually recharges your battery. And this is what makes a person a great leader. Their ability to delegate, to work together, to communicate. Because self-awareness is an incredible uh, tool to have. Identify where you're strong, where your weakness. Self-actualization is your ability to know when you're at your limit and you need to do something to help with that. And this is something that is super important. And something that I find quite hard is when you're working away and you're not sure when to just take a break. This may be you're working long hours and you just keep going and keep going. It may be some, you're maybe guilty of working past hunger and then suddenly you're just like, right, I need to eat. It may be that you're scrolling on your phone and you've spent hours on your phone. Self-actualization is essential for a body transformation. And that's why you should never give up on a bad day because actually on a bad day, these skills here all come up on a bad day because self-actualization, What you're doing is you're giving yourself the boundaries you need on a bad day. And sometimes that is the hardest thing to do because you're working hard, you're trying to push forward, but we just keep going. We keep pushing into it. We just keep grinding and grafting. Never giving up on a bad day is super important because you actually start to identify boundaries. Boundaries are essential because if you're on all the time, you're never truly functioning. You're never truly optimizing. You're never truly at your best. We need to know that we need to sleep well. We need to function well. We need to hydrate ourselves. We need to look after ourselves because that's where we get into that peak flow, and that's where that elite, that feeling where people talk about when motivation, right? where you just feel energized, you feel great, you feel in the zone. It's self actualization the ability to switch off so you can switch on in demand. You're in charge. And that's all about knowing how to recharge your batteries. That's what our check-ins are all built around is because if you're low in energy, we need to make sure we're having energy building things up. If you're constantly ignoring that and just draining yourself, draining yourself, your weekend will be about something that catapults it in the other direction. So then you can then have some form of balance. You're coming, you're going, you're coming, you're going. Self-actualization is putting the boundaries in place so they go, right. And people often say that this is maybe discipline, but it's not. It's self-discipline as we've been talking about. And it's self-reliance, making choices. And that's where if you are really good at self-actualization, you then are also building up another key skill you need on a bad day, assertiveness. Not in a confrontational way, but actually this is what you need. And you're just saying, no, this is what I'm needing. So you do not drain yourself. You're allowing yourself to have the self-reliance, the competence, the confidence, the connection, the optimism, the self-awareness. You're allowing yourself to uh, build these up because you're actually being assertive for what you need. And that way, what you're then doing, because it's in a non-confrontational way, it's not draining your energy, which is why, again, never giving up on a bad day means that you're able to turn the day around by making um, like a win out of a challenge, by leading the way. But the thing about it is, next key skill that bad day gives you, you become flexible, you adapt, and that is essential. When there's a challenge, let's face it, when a challenging day, the ideal, stick to your plan, daily steps, food choices, they may not happen, okay? But it's your ability to be flexible, on these days, and if you're self-reliant, you're flexible, your ability to adapt will help you because you build in this assertiveness. It all adds up to you just leading yourself to a new way of life that's helping you get to where you want to be. Because that adaption is how you express empathy towards yourself. And this is something that I never really had. I never expressed empathy towards myself. I thought I needed to be perfect. I needed to do this, and if I didn't do this, it was just, it was just wrong. It was, just, I was just not very good. So it's really important that, like, you understand that being assertive isn't being a dick, and being flexible isn't being a pushover, because what you're doing is you're just, you've got a goal where you want to be. And assertiveness and flexibility, they're how you express empathy towards yourself. And if we never take that time to actually express empathy towards yourself about what you need, and I'm not talking about. Oh, I've got a hard life, or this isn't very good, this isn't this. Actually, what I'm talking about is actually going, right, I'm tired, and I need to recharge my batteries. I'm doing great at this, but this is where I need to apply my attention to. Empathy is massive because it's, instead of beating yourself up, people talk about this discipline. If you look up discipline in, in the dictionary, it's following rules through barbaric treatment. That's what often people's self-talk is like. People don't need that. People need empathy to help them step forward. And I didn't know this. I didn't I didn't understand it. I was just a bit perfection all the time. And to be honest, I think it was probably because I was always trying to impress my dad and I was just like, had these lenses on of just being like, I need to do this to impress people. And often enough, it just left me drained. So empathy is your ability to actually just go, right, this is why, it's that justification. It's why you shouldn't feel guilt taking time for yourself because this is why. It's the ability to listen and say what you need to hear, not what people want to hear, because you're saying what's right and it's the ability to lead. And that's again, a massive leadership skill inside, especially on a bad day. And then finally, we have self-control. The th- thing about being so, uh, making a transformation and leading yourself to a, tra- uh, a different, different, different way of living and transforming your body is self-control and it takes a pressurizing situation to craft it a challenging day this is it because you manage the emotions and you're someone who actually reflects on what could you do better what went well what didn't go so well it's why celebrating your wins is super important because it allows you to build self-control because if not you just tell yourself what you don't do very well but you don't give yourself what you do do well and do more of that in those challenging situations. Imagine you were to give your CV to somebody and you're given your CV and it was just full of things you didn't do well. It was just full of your self-talk. Would you hire that person or would you not? Would you give them an interview or would you not? Because it says that they've got high standards, but they're just telling themselves what they didn't do. Would you want that person to be your boss? Because if not, then don't lead that headspace thought process, that self-control to be your boss. That's why it's important that we never give up on a bad day because you build self-reliance, self-confidence, connection, optimism, self-aware, self-actualization, assertiveness, flexibility, empathy, self-control. And it's all because you make your choices based on where you want to be and to transform your body there's no change in the matter that it involves you getting your steps, it involves your training, and it involves your food choices. And if we avoid these because we've had a challenging day, period, then what we're doing is we're saying that our self-reliance to make choices, our self-confidence, our connection, our optimism, self-awareness, self-actualization, assertiveness, flexibility, empathy, self-control, they're disjointed because you're punishing yourself to make a change. In your body, whereas actually, when we actually relinquish this headspace of "I'm having a bad day," actually going well, looking after me, transforming my body is a long-term thing that's going to help me. Because a lot of the time, people say to me that the they struggle uh, making changes or food choices and on challenging days. And I hear, cause I actually, I, I, I resonate, I totally resonate, but the thing that makes the biggest change is actually seeing that, okay, short term, that may help you, but long term, making changes is where you will make the biggest confidence boosting. And it's seeing past the short term and seeing into the long term. Making the small changes, You may have like a 350 calorie bag of crisps, but you could have a 350 calorie nourishing meal. And I know that sometimes it's hard to make that choice because you come in from a long day, you can't be bothered cooking and you're just like, right, I'll just have whatever. It may mean that sometimes you just feel a little bit low in energy, but we've missed the last couple of training sessions and we just need to get this one in because we're making a bit of a habit of it. What we do is we start making changes and having that connection. And that's why we should never give up on a bad day because you develop the essential skills to drive your transformation forward. And that's when you make the biggest changes and you make the biggest opportunities for yourself to see the biggest changes. And that's where you'll you'll have more and more drive because you actually set more and more boundaries. So team, I hope this was useful to help you see that never ever, give up on a bad day. And I want you to understand, I'm here through thick and thin, big, small, stupid. I'm here to help. I'm here to connect with. Don't, whenever there's a challenging day, don't push out, lean in because you'll always get the help. You'll always get the help that's going to help you move forward.